G'day punters, we are back. Bigger and better than ever. Ramwick Guineas, Australian Guineas time. Joined by none other than Lewis Willoughby from Sky Racing and Dean Watling from the Barrier Attendant. First of all, Louis, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, Gano. Good, Dino. Um, Off the back of the Greyhound of the Year Awards yesterday, I feel a little slim dusty today, so... (laughs) Anyone out there, if you think my energy is lacking, please spare me some. I've only eaten a McChicken and a large fries today, so I'm really up against the wall here. But uh, it was another huge weekend. Uh, it was touted as what was going to be one of the Group 1 races of the spring in the Oakley Plate, and uh, it turned out that way with a good result. Um, I thought the two-year-old race, the Blue Diamond, was good. Animo just is so far above them all and continues to prove that in Sydney. So, yeah, it was... a, a so it was going to be a great week- weekend, and it turned out that way. Outstanding. And Dean Walling from the Barrier Tenant. How are you, mate? How was your weekend? My weekend was good. It was um, a really tricky day, I thought, betting-wise on Saturday. I had an absolute strip out. But Lewis Willoughby didn't. He tipped us into little bros at huge odds. That's back-to-back weeks. He's nailed some good big races. He's on fire. Odds. He's on so, fire. Listen up, punters. Still spraying in the comments. Though. I love it. Just keep spraying him. <laughs> yes. He's keep giving the storm down. But Louis on fire. He's kicked off the year in very, very good order. And you may have forgotten, Dean, someone else in the panel tipped on Common James, but let's not go there. Um, boys, no, no, I didn't forget. Horse didn't to forget. follow. <laughs> horse to follow, Dino. What do you got for us? Yeah, I got four. Uh, I really loved the run of Zugotcha first up. She obviously missed um, the first up running the light fingers, had a little setback, um, but she was first up 1,400 metres and matched motors. I think she's got all those four in the finish covered. Insert back to 1,200 now. She needs that. I've got a little bit of query over 14. Question, Dino, just just quickly, sorry to interrupt, on Zugotcha, are we looking three weeks into the next run? Is that when we want to follow it? Obviously, the two-week Wallace second up um, issue there. I think it's a bit different now with the preparation. Um, would have been second up there on the weekend, so it's probably thrown out the door um, yeah. a touch. Um, but I thought she was absolutely outstanding off that. Yeah, with cool cool. yeah I think Mogo, Mogo Magic, another one, country champs horse, uh, Blanc de Blanc, phenomenal on a fast pace. And King of Sparta was really good back to the inside in the Oakley play. I think they're four runners we can follow. Beautiful. Lewis, what have you got for us in regards to a ride of the week? I can tell you, let me list a couple that weren't rides of the week. Brendan Abdullah yearning wasn't ride of the week. Yeah, that was, a, that was a hard watch. Maybe unlucky. Who knows? Um, just quickly on that Mogo Magic, how long till Hong Kong come knocking, if not yeah. already? Um, I, you know, they probably try and win the country championships first, but... Um, Hong I think Kong they've knocked probably. back some big offers already, yeah, so I'd be interested yeah. to see if it's, they... Dino, I've got a question for you. And like I, you said, Moral can't be beaten the, in the country championships, and like you're astute. But thousand meter horses, fourteen hundred meters different beast. Do you reckon it's got yeah. four hundred meters in it? Oh, hundred percent. If you watch it on the weekend, the further they went, the stronger it went. Um, so I didn't say it was a moral either. I think it should win the race. I think eight dollars for the weekend, but I think it just gets way better with. A sit as well. I just won on merit there on the weekend. Led him up, um, did all I had to do, and it was stronger than him all late. So, mm. progressive. You may not have said as a moral, but he did say I'm Thunderstruck's a nonny and can never win again. <laughs> Louis, yeah. uh, right of the week, mate. Yeah, we're going with uh, Sam Clipperton there at Randwick on Think About It. That was in the Liverpool City Cup. Just a really good on-speed ride. Rolled them along, slipped away on the turn. Uh, exactly how you want to see horses win if you've backed them and they're going forward. It was a, a well-timed ride. Also, I have to give kudos to uh, Ben Thompson for his mm. first Group 1 win. 
in the Oakley Plate. That was a proper steer. And that cracking finish that Ryan Maloney took out the surrounding, um, it was a pretty good ride too. I had to duck and weave through a few, so uh, strong at the end. There was a cracking weekend, but we'll go Sam Clipperton one and then split second between B. Thompson and R. Maloney. So good. And look, so many stories created over the weekend and just, you know, the game that keeps on giving, doesn't it? You know, we, you don't have to make up stories in this game because it just continues to deliver. Not like the NRL. It just continues to deliver week after week. You know, even the Delahart, um, uh, Darren Flindell, Nathan Doyle story, the horses keeps delivering now. They, they picked it up for 20000 500000 in prize money now. They've got our mates over there um, with Pete. Just flying the horses more than likely. Hayes boys. Yeah, then you got the in, in the all-star mile, they got the Hayes boys doing their thing. Um, Beery down there dominating it all, Reed. It's all happening. It's a great game, and long may we play, Louis. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> one for you. Right, mate, right, let's get into the Australian Guineas down at Flemington. Yeah, so this is the group one down in Melbourne on Saturday. Jack and O's the 320 favourite with Tab on the all-in. Legato, $7, Elliptical, $8. Attrition. He's an 11. I'm, you know, going to need some luck, I think, to make the feel with that lack of prize money. See you in heaven also at 11 and Amenable and Bankmore at $15. Dino, how have you seen the Australian guineas? Yeah, really keen to bet into this race. Um, I've been a bit bullish about it the last couple of weeks. I just think Jackano is an outstanding bet. Um, we got into 280, now we're out to 320. You can see Osipenko's in the market, Louis, at $15 compared to the Randwick in its four dollars fifty, so that's probably your best guy that he's going to stay in Sydney. But I think Jack Moe's just better than these purely. He's a Group One winner. He did against older horses last start in the CF4. I think he's been crying out for sixteen hundred meters this time in. He was sort of a little bit flat first up over thirteen, then fourteen really um, zoomed. He's had the break between runs, and I just think sixteen hundred meters at Ram- uh, Flemington is a phenomenal bet at the price, and he's my best in all in play of the weekend, Louis. Yep, good, Gatto. Question for Dino without notice, the mile. Um, any concerns at all? No, nah, no. Nah, like I just said, I think he's come back a much more mature horse. And I think we saw him a little bit, like his best runs as a three-year-old were first up. Uh, but this time in, he was probably at his worst first up. Um, but then second up really picked up when he stepped up over the 1,400 metres. Now to 1,600 metres, I just think he's um, crying out for that now as a sort of later three-year-old. Mm, interesting. Um, and, and you make a good point. Of all the other horses, so I'm looking at looking at the list here. You got Jack and O. Then I just look at the rest of them. I just think none, 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 none. I get down to a horse called Lindemann that jumped out of the ground last start for Waller. If I was to have to have a play outside of Jack and O, Lindemann around the fifteen dollars, three dollars eighty, the place would be my play. So I'll play I'll play Lindemann each way just to uh, just to change it up for something different there, lads. Very good. Uh, only one filly in the last seven years to win. Just a little kind of side note. I don't have a great opinion on this race. I think Jack and O looks the class, hardest to beat. Um, and 320, to be fair, is is probably sometimes when you say that it's the class and it's hard to beat, you look at the price, you go, but I couldn't back it at the price. 320 is probably okay, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I wanted to make a little case for See You in Heaven, I think. Um, off that freshen was good in the vanity, running second. Not sure it's the strongest form line, but is a previous Sandown Guineas winner um, at 1,600 metres in Group 2 level side. I think it's hopeless here in this race, and they're pretty astute, the jolly team, when they bring them to Victoria. They don't come here for a holiday like they would think would have a genuine chance. So, yeah, $11, oh, that's probably on the skinny side for it too, but 
Um, I thought he maybe has a chance, but yeah, that's that's kind of the way I'm leading Jack and I, but with no huge opinion. Here. Yeah, I reckon I, I reckon Jack and I will start significantly shorter than the three dollars twenty. So therefore, has to. therefore, unless it draws it's a bad a, game, it's an all in play, right? So whilst I'm going away from Dino, I, I think that Jack and I is still a bet, an, an all in bet. I think you're looking at two dollars fifty, two dollars sixty. Yeah, yep, I agree. It. All right, Randwick Guineas, back to Sydney, and it's the other of the Guineas races. Do we think that there needs to be two Guineas and then the third Guineas a bit later on? We can touch on that maybe at the end of this, but uh, with the Randwick Guineas, Aft Cabinet, 350, Osipenko, 450, Zoo Tiger, $6, Machilate, 7 and Williamsburg is the first in double figures at $13. Lindemann also here, Gano at $15, and I'll come to you first for the Randwick Guineas. Well, there you go. That's, there, there goes the answer to your Australian Guineas question, isn't it? Just back, Jack and I, the Australian Guineas, and wait and see which way they go with Osipenko and Lindemann, and then you can probably make up your mind there before you, you know, do the wrong, pull the wrong rein there. I'm really keen to see if Ask Cabin can come bounce back. What we saw last start was bitterly disappointing. Everyone wanted to bag Timmy Clark for a horse that was $1.50. It found its way to the front relatively easy. You've seen plenty of $1.50 shots go to the front and win from there. Um, I don't know if the horse went pop. I really don't know. I've got no idea. We'll find out. What price do you want to take to find out? Three fifty dollars as against a horse like Ostapenko? No, I don't want to take that. Matt Chalate was flying home. I think <laughs> I'm going to fall into this one again. Brosnan, $26, $7.25 the place. Just going to play at the place. Yeah. It's only ever had one dry mile run that was up in Queensland, and it was pretty, pretty good run. The other time it got some miles on a soft six. It just needs a dry deck, mile, yeah. Randwick. And I promise you, if it doesn't lob in the top three this week, I'm dropping off. <laughs> Dana? Yeah, I love this race. I think it's an outstanding race. Um, I love that Osipenko is going to, well, more than likely going to be in this field because I'd hate to see it just after cabin. Um, so I'm really keen. I'm in the after cabin corner. I love the setup. It's probably my favorite profile in racing. A dominant win first up. They're often flat second up and then they peak again third up. If you follow the ASP profile, after cabin was 220 first up, uh, one with a leg in the air. Second up went under $1.50. Now peaks up and we're getting $4. Like, SP profiles in big races mean a lot, and that matches the Godolphin profile. I struck at 21% first up, 14% second up, and 26% third up. So I just think it's an easy back to have. He's an adaptable horse pattern-wise, back and forth, and he's got that over Osipenko, who's more than likely going to be back in the field. So I think he's a great bet, and I think I'd be happy enough to take the price right now. I'm going to go with Osipenko just because I was bullish that when it got to this stage of the preparation is, is when we'd see the best. Managed to win last start, got there even sooner than we thought. So I just think with the potential to be better again now to 1,600 metres, with the Woodover Aft cabin last start, albeit, you know, as you mentioned, Dino, second up flat, third up peak. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think that as much as Aft cabin can bounce back, there's potential for Osipenko to be improved even further. Agreed. So you'll be back. That's right in the field. You're going to have to run over the top of them. Um, but I, I was saying all along, I think third up, this is where we'll go. And, um, I, yeah, I have to, I have to stick it at this stage of the prep now with possible improvement. So 450 against 350 for half cabin. I think that's pretty fair. Really, really good betting race, lads. And I'm just quickly going through here to um, Riser and having a look at Randwick. The rail is going to be out six metres. So mm. you, it's probably a little bit more in the favour of on pace. 
than it will be the back markers marginally, you know, not significantly, but there'll be something in it for the for the for those on pace. I also I also don't hate Williamsburg, probably more at four dollars a place than thirteen the win, but it was okay in that race that Osipenko won. Um I thought it was getting through the line all right. And so extra distance will suit it too. Look, whether it will turn the tables on any any of them, maybe not, but um four dollars a place. It was only about a length and a half off them. And so the extra trip is not too bad. So I don't hate it either, to be fair. But yeah, as you mentioned, great betting race. Um, and should be a great one come race time as well. To the Canterbury Stakes, which is uh, the second of the group ones in Sydney. Imperatriz makes her way, or his way. Stand by. I'll figure that one out. Uh, to Sydney, either way. Which one is it? No, I'm just laughing. I'm gonna go <laughs> it's gotta, I, I think it's a filly or a mare. Sorry. Oh, yeah, good. Here she is. <laughs> Uh, in all her glory, multiple Group 1 winner. Comes to the Canterbury Stakes uh, and is the favourite at 280. Artorias, 350. Golden Mile, 6. Cascadian, 8 within the Congo and Conversion Electric Girl at $15. Dino, Canterbury Stakes time. Yeah, really good race. Um, it's sort of, I guess it's dropped away. Zaki coming out, he was obviously penned to run this race and with his poor trolls have put him away. I, I think it's a good betting race in the sense that Artorias is way too short. $3.50. I think everyone's jumping up about about his, his trial in Sydney, which... I don't think it was very good at all. I know people loved it. I just thought it was a little bit weak. Profondo's coming out of that trial who did a lot better and was flat as a tack. And then you look at Golden Mile, who thought was really plain first up. His trial at Hawkshire was poor as well. And then he had a track up on the weekend, which wasn't that bad. But he's at $6. Um, concerned there. So I think without having a good profile on this Kiwi import, I think in the Congo has peaked in its last three runs. Ratings-wise, first up, I think 300 metres is perfect for this horse. Um, Waterhouse bought it flying at the minute. So at the price, I'm happy enough to go within the Congo, but really respecting the the NZ horse here. Yeah. Thanks, Dino. So I'm with in the Congo without a shadow of a doubt. I just think that the way that the track's going to play, it's going to set up, it's going to be dry. This is the fastest horse in the race. Rolls forward and hopefully just, st- you know, st- stays the 1,300 metres with that sustained speed. Um, it's last trial behind Shades of Rose and uh, Dino's um, horse was at Lost and Running. It mm. was pretty good, but they asked for a big effort. And generally speaking, from that state, from that stable, that's not a bad sign. Most other stables, you'd be half penning them because he was he was a hard at work. But in the Congo, we up and ready, and eight dollars looks a good price. I, you know, considering how the race is likely to be run. Exactly. I don't. I don't know how many of these horses you want to be betting on the back markers. I, I just in the Congo is a really easy bet to have. Guys, it's a really easy bet to have. I am tipping in pair of trees. I think the price is too short, but I think she is a machine. I might not you didn't even know it was a he or she three minutes ago. Yeah. Well, and I just end. Yeah, but look at the four year old man. One. Win up there at Tarapa over 1,400 metres and uh, bolted in, for lack of using the P word. Mm. Uh, one prior to that in Group 2 company was a good winner first up in Group 1 over 1,200, which I, which I think is probably unsuitable. 1,300 just looks peak. Multiple, multiple Group 1 winner. I think she could just have panels on them. I would see, I would love to see nothing more than her come over here and just absolutely bolt in. I think she's a very, very smart horse. Um, and can be winning this at 280. Oh, 323.30, it'd be a little nicer. But, you'll get it. Um, you'll yeah, get it for sure. Without a shadow so. of a doubt, you'll get it. 
Yeah, I, I can't. If you look at the others in the market, Artorias, I don't know how you could possibly back Artorias. Golden Mile, meh. Cascadian, I'm a big fan of, but racing pattern hard in the Congo, I agree with. And then the rest, like, there's no way that they're going to surely be beating a multiple group one winner if she's at a peak. So fourth up, 1,300. Yep, I'd love to see nothing more than her absolutely walk in. Well, you've been all over, Lou. You've been absolutely on fire. And I think we've pretty much nailed pretty much every feature race we've done so far this year. So if you can work around what we've chosen today, punters, I think you're going to be in a bit of uh, in a, showing a bit of profit at least. Now, don't forget, I want you to subscribe, comment, give Louis a spray again. It's great. It's finally taken some pressure off myself and Dino that just consistently got hammered all the last, the last two years. So thanks for copying <laughs> that, Louis. Before we move on, we do have the challenge stakes. You have a rest, Louis. Sit back, relax. I'll read this one out, mate. Uh, odds courtesy of Tab. You can kick $2.60, Eduardo $4.20, Polili $5, Remark $5, Passive Aggressive 7 in the Congo 11. Uh, Louis Willoughby, what do you got? Uh, great race. Going to be interesting really to see good. what Kiki Kick did. I am a little bit in the in the camp of Brad Davidson, who came out publicly and said overrated, but then took that back and just said a bit overhyped. I don't necessarily disagree with that, to be fair. I think the race was perfectly set up for Kiki Kick in the Everest. They went far too quick in front and got over the top. It had what's to be the context of that, that comment, Louis? Like, well, what's, just, the, what's the context of his comment? Where did, where did he come out and say it was overrated? Well, just the fact that it's a very short in this market and this race? for yeah. futures, races, Everest, et cetera, is in the market again. Everest, race, of course, it's not overrated. And he took that comment back. He just said overhyped. Um, Overpriced I, I, probably I, the word. Yeah, I, I somewhat agree. I think 260 here is far too short to be backing it, to be fair. I am in Team Dino with Remark flying. I like passive-aggressive too. So that's how I'll be playing it. Dino, what do you got for us? I love this race again. This is uh, getting a bit scary. I love a lot of these races. But in saying that, we didn't really like much last week. So keen to bet up. Uh, what you got to put into perspective is, yes, it made a, a massive figure in the Everest, but you really got to understand race shape and distance here. Like that's a 1,200-meter, really high-pressure race at three rolls of running and done really well. You come to here, it's 1,000 meters, rail out six. Um, it's a completely different um, concept. So I think at 260 is way too short. Happy enough to take Eduardo on, on a firm track. Um, I think he's getting on, and I'm really, really keen to back Remark and passive-aggressive. Passive-aggressive even more so. If you get a chance, punters, take a look at um, her jump-outs down um, in Victoria. They have been absolutely phenomenal. They're chasing a wet track, so a tiny bit of sting-out would be perfect, but I can just see this horse mapping in the first four, lapping it up, um, getting the perfect run, and I think Remark's a big danger. He trolled this morning at Rose Hill, and it was phenomenal, and we know Hawks love trolling their horses the week of their races in big races. So I think it's an easy bet to have here, passive, aggressive, and remark, Gunno. Yeah, and that's why I've taken the reins here because I've got absolutely no idea which rein to pull in regards to this race. So I'll just, I'll just sit back and listen to you experts and uh, we'll go from there. Now, gents, you're all in best bet. What do you got? What we're going to do this week is we're going to multi them together. We're going to chuck a $20 multi and we're going to share it with the punters, all right? So, Lewis, Willoughby, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going to do best all in as Osipenko, but also definitely having bets on Remark and passive aggressive in that challenge stakes. But best all in Osipenko. Love it. Dino? Uh, best all in Australian Guineas, a Jackano. Outstanding. Uh, my best all in, I'm going to head to New Zealand because Louis um, obviously found one, a New Zealander over here. I'm going to find a New Zealander in New Zealand. I'm going to go sharp and smart in the New Zealand derby. Horse was very, very good. And. Um, 
see why we get invaded. I lost that. Why? Before we move on, fellas, um, you know I love my two-year-olds. I just want to touch on the Todman Riesling. Um, They've been the best historical guide for the slipper. The last nine out of 11 winners have come out of these two races. So red resistance heads the markets in the Todman. I think it's mighty hard to beat against King's Gambit and Cylinder. Cylinder's that perfect horse that probably regresses here and then peaks in the slipper. King's Gambit I'm worried about. Um, Obviously, Cafe Millennium's in that race too. And then in the Phillies race, the really Riesling, sorry, uh, learning to fly, heads the market and looks mighty hard to beat. So as a punning perspective, I think Red Resistance is the only one at the price, 230, that I'd like to take currently. Outstanding. All right, boys. So what we'll do, we'll come with a five-leg multi. I'll chuck 20 bucks on it and we'll split it between two punters on socials, all right? So that's the way we're going to play that uh, this week. Happy with that? Yeah. yeah. As long as it's your 20. It'll be my turn. <laughs> Don't you worry about that, my man. All right, boys. Let's move to midweek best bets. Uh, why don't you kick us off, Louis? Where are you going to take us this week, mate? Uh, to Sandown on the lakeside, Group One track. Is that uh, with the with the um, cutaway without the cutaway? Which which starting posts are we at? Which barriers do we start from? <laughs> Don't get me started. Race number six, tab number nine, three rings, a Mick Price and Michael Kent Jr. horse. Blake Chin takes a ride. Ran third at the Valley. was really good behind Gold Revolver in a 64 race. It's second up here. Strikes a, a very, very uh, weak benchmark 64 in the midweek grade, I thought. So no price yet. I'm not expecting much, but I think it should win. Super stuff. What do you got for us, Dino? Uh, Warwick Farm, race six, number three, Headwall was phenomenally good first up. Um Really like this horse. I think he's very progressive. Gate one can probably see a touch closer. And Warwick Farm's been playing great. So Warwick Farm, race six, number three, right. headwall. Gunner. Super stuff, boys. We're going to go to Gosford tomorrow, race one. Uh, boy loves to run for the Bill Bankyard. Brad Willa on board. You're getting around $4. Not a bad bet. Maybe going Capanelli. Taking on, uh, yeah, your mate. And uh, Capaletelli. Capaletelli. Can't read. Geez, I, geez, I've been making a meal of a couple of names of late. Right, boys, it's been an absolute, uh, oh, just been super episode. Great show. Don't forget to subscribe, <laughs> like, comment, get around us. The boys have been on fire. And uh, remember, you know, was it their oxygen? Is uh, your comments and participation. Yes. So we do appreciate it. Louis, yes. thank you very much. No, thank you. Any uh, hangover remedies, please leave in comments. And before we go, Chooks 19 and a half. Is that enough start? Mate, if I see another article about us rotting the cap, I'll dead set give it away. I've just signed oh, someone else today, Spencer Lino from Penrith. Another big signing in. Another local yeah, junior. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, another local junior just through the pathway system there at Bondi. So <laughs> if he got it, sorry, mate, I just asked you for a tip, nine and a half, and you've just, <laughs> you've just <laughs> lost me. <laughs> no, no. I, oh, you know what? Dolphins didn't look great in the trials, but they have nothing to lose, all to gain from this round. I couldn't place a bet on the Roosters-Dolphins game on, on the weekend. I honestly couldn't. I don't think we'll lose, but fuck. Oh, you know what I mean? It's just if one you of lose, those. Scott. Imagine Milford. losing first game. The do- I don't know. I can just... I'm going to a little bit about it. Yeah. Jesus, Louis. You, you will win the comp this year. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know, mate. I don't know. Turn it up, Dino. Good, good luck for the Broncos, Dino. I hope you have a good week on the punt, lads. Uh, until next week, it's been a good fun. Yeah. Enjoy, lads.